0: 15 is where we're going to start let's go over our text this morning let those of us hold on i gotta do something so sister dana um while we were worshiping the lord and and i almost don't even want to say it but i got to be obedient um you know because I, i think like this might be the third or fourth time i've said something along these lines but i just want just want to be obedient and speak speak this to you um, this morning. Um, but as we were praising the Lord and and sister Claudia was praying for you and I was praying for you, I saw you with like the, the, the feather quill pen type thing and and, and writing and like those moments. Um, I'm sure this will make sense to you. That, that, that moment sometimes when you, when you're struggling and, and you don't know what to put down next and you're working on something, but then there's like that, that, that change, that, that, uh, that fresh air moment that, Oh, there it is. And so there was kind of like a smile on your face and you begin to write and write and write. And and I'm not sure if it's, I I know that you have aspirations to to write a book and you've been working on a book and, and I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know if it's that, but something's going on there, you know, something's going on there. So I would just be excited. And I, and I just, I just, I just want to speak encouragement to you Uh, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Just hang in there. Don't give up and be excited. And what I always try to do, me personally, and I I throw this verse around all the time. Donnie's one of my my good buddies I hang out with quite a lot. And I say this verse all the time, man. But it, it means so much to me. Isaiah 41, verse 10, Sister Dana. Fear not, this is coming to you from the NIV. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. And think about that. That help is such a, that's a powerful word, you know. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you of my righteous right hand. And that's a picture of God's victory. You know, so I I don't mean to embarrass or ramble or anything, but but I just wanted to, to speak that over you before I forgot. And Anywho, God is good. Give Him some praise, everybody. Oh, you, Philippians 3 and verse 15. Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if anything... You think otherwise, God will reveal this also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Brothers, join in imitating me, and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you, and now tell you even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and their glory is their shame. With minds set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. That's our text, Lord willing, we'll get through it. It's okay if we don't. Um, everybody, let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity to come together and grow in relationship with you, and to grow in relationship as a church family, Father God. Thank you that your will is going to be done in this service. What needs to be said will be said, and that we will leave here refreshed and encouraged and excited about what you're doing in our homes, our lives, and in this nation and this church. In Jesus' wonderful, precious name we pray. Amen. So give the Lord some praise. So, I don't know if you guys remember last week I was doing communion and I spilled a whole jug of water. You remember that? I'm a little gun shy. Anywho, anywho, Philippians 3 verse 15. Once again, now we took a week off last week. Sister Claudia delivered a powerhouse, a stick of dynamite of a message. It was good. Um, so, so we, didn't, we didn't do our study last week, so just a quick refresher. The Apostle Paul's in prison. He's in house arrest um, in Rome. Uh, he gets a care package from the Philippian church, a very special church of, of his. He's, he's an overseer of this church. He, has, he helped establish this church on one of his missionary trips. He loves the Philippian church very much, and the Philippian church loves the Apostle Paul. Philippian church sends a care package to the Apostle Paul. It's a great blessing to him. The Apostle Paul, instead of being discouraged, because he's got a lot hanging over his head, he has some desires and some hopes and some prayers where he's expecting some things to happen, but it's all up in the air. He, he can literally lose his head, um, and eventually he will. Um, so he, he's, he's incarcerated. He gets this wonderful blessing. Instead of being discouraged or in the mullet grubs or frustrated, he seeks to encourage the Philippians. So he writes this letter of encouragement to them. And so we get the benefits of, of going through this wonderful, beautiful letter and see how the Apostle Paul, this guy, going through an extremely difficult time in his life, but refusing, refusing to give into despair or discouragement, but encouraging others. And that we, that is a godly template that's a, that's a good thing that, that we see throughout Scripture. So I just want to interject that. You're going through a hard time. But keep your eyes on the cross. Keep your eyes on the Most High God and get out there. And encourage somebody else. Try to be a blessing to somebody else. And that's an amazing thing. And we see the Apostle Paul doing this. So, here we go into our study for today. Philippians 3 and verse 15. Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. So, we got to ask ourselves, what in the world is the Apostle Paul talking about? What is he saying we need to be on the same page about? Well, that goes back to our last study. Um, we focused on on the verses where the Apostle Paul was saying, I'm not saying I'm perfect. That's what we talked about last time. He said, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but this one thing I do try to do, I want to be the best follower of Jesus Christ that I can be. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I got it all together. Okay, but I, I do have this. Okay, I do want to be the best Christian I can be. And one thing I do is my past, I let my past go. You hear me, church people? I let my past go. I don't let it destroy me. I don't let it hinder me. I, I just, I'm just i moving forward to where God has called me. More of God, less of me. So that's what he's talking about when he says, let those of us who are mature thinkers, who, who are mature, think this way. He's saying if there's any spiritual maturity to your relationship with the Lord at all, surely you've got to understand that and you can see eye to eye with me, we're not perfect people. We want to be the best we can be, but we're not perfect, but that's the direction we're heading. And we're not going to reach perfection. Not on this side of Jordan. Amen. But like John, John the Baptist said, more of God, less of me. And that's what we're striving for. Amen. Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. I think that's pretty cool. The apostle Paul is saying like, don't, don't let the messenger keep you from receiving this blessing if you don't agree with what i'm saying okay go to god with it god will show you the truth god and we want to come to the we don't always have to agree with everyone okay but okay because it's not an individual okay we don't we don't follow a preacher we don't we don't follow deacons um we respect and love one another but what we do is we check everything through the word of god you know what i mean And that's one of the reasons why, why as Bible believing Christians, Bible believing Christians, we really do have to spend time in the Scripture. We got to know the Scripture. We got to know it to where if somebody says something that's not right, you're going to get that. You're going to get that light bulb over your head. You're going to get that that flashing sign like, whoa, that's not right, man. That's not right. And and I love when I hear from other people in this congregation where they're like, yeah, man, I was hanging out with this guy and he said something that sounded good, but then I realized, whew, that ain't that ain't right, man. That's not Scripture. You, you know how you're going to know that by getting into the word of God. So the apostle Paul, he's saying, if you don't agree with me, okay, let God sort it out. Okay. And, and in other words, if you don't believe, if you don't agree with me and you think that you do have it all together, well, then that's a huge problem, ain't it? Church people, <laughs> if you think that you're perfect, oh man, that is a huge mess because we're all messed up folks. Amen. Look around at us. We're all not playing. So, no, well, none of us are perfect. Okay, we're working to be the best we can be for Jesus Christ. And if you don't want to be the best you can be for Jesus Christ then pray for that desire, because we don't want to stagnate. We don't want to just sit still or plateau in our relationship with the Lord, because what's going to happen is you're going to start taking baby steps backwards. Anyways, you guys all know that. Amen. But look with me at First Corinthians 10 and verse 12. We're going to see a lot of parallels this morning with our Philippians study, and then what Paul is telling the Corinthian church in his first letter. And uh, in, your, in your spare Bible time, read the book of Matthew, but also read 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. Amazing books. Look at your neighbor and say, amazing. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 12. This is the Apostle Paul again. Therefore, let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed. Okay, that's a powerful warning right there. And, and the good Lord has nothing at all good to say about being prideful he doesn't say anything good about pride okay he does tell us to be humble to walk in humility so therefore let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed lest he fall what what a that's a hardcore warning right there that the apostle paul is giving the corinthians and that goes for us as well don't think for a minute man that you got it all together don't think that you got you, you got the corner on anything does that make sense this morning without god We're in a world of trouble. We're in a big mess. Okay, moving forward, because that's our take home. You know what I mean? Don't be satisfied with where you are in the Lord. Don't think that you've done enough. Don't think that you've grown enough in our relationship with the Lord. Amen? We're growing in that relationship daily. We're picking up our cross daily. We're we're laying down our life daily. More of God, less of me. Verse 16. I'm going to read 15 and 16 again. Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Verse 16, only let us hold true to what we have attained. Okay, now the, Spirit, the, uh, the Philippian church has reached a level of spiritual maturity. you know, And the Apostle Paul knows that they've reached this level of spiritual maturity because they've been obedient to Paul's teachings, his leadership, and to the Word of God. And he says, don't let that go, man. Don't Remember earlier in our study, the Apostle Paul talked about those dogs or those, those people that would come into the church to deceive people for evil means, evil desires. You know what I'm saying? Um, specifically Judaizers that would come in there and say, hey, man, you want to go to heaven? you you got you to be circumcised. you got to jump through all these hoops and all that. Uh, steering people away from the gospel, steering, steering people away from the good news of saved by grace and so on and so forth. So the Apostle Paul making that point again, Micah, he's saying, Don't let some cat come in. Don't don't let some guy come in and deceive you by saying a bunch of fancy words. Well what's going to help us with that, church? Same thing as always, man. We gotta get in this book. We gotta meditate on this book. We gotta obey this book. Can I get a witness? Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Don't let anyone, don't let any false teacher lead you astray. Uh, look at 1 Corinthians 16 and verse 13. 1 Corinthians 16 and verse 13. I like this one too. Be watchful. Or the NIV says, be on guard. So God takes this very seriously. Because people, well-meaning people, that don't really understand Scripture or know Scripture will mislead you. If, if you're not if you're not wise, if you're not sober, if you're not vigilant um, and then there's people that'll just deceive you man for no good reason at all Can I get a witness? okay be on guard or be watchful stand firm in the faith stand firm on this word of God. if anybody comes up to you and tells you something and their motives are are wonderful and great but they're telling you something that is contrary to the word of God okay by no means do what, do what they say We, we follow this book amen. We follow this book. That that is our manual for life. Does that make sense, church folk? Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. I like that, man. Standing firm. I'm holding my ground. This is the word of God. This is what I believe. Let God be true and every man a liar. Amen. Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. I like this next part. Act like men. Act like men. Now, I'm not saying anything against, against all the wonderful ladies we have in here. You know, but, but I like this part, man, you know, act like a man. The apostle Paul, he's, he's just, he's one of my favorites in scripture, if not my favorite, but every once in a while, he'll see these really cool things like act like a man, dude. You know, What you stand up for the word of God, stop floating around like a beach ball in the ocean, going here, going there, being tossed everywhere, depressed, discouraged, high on life. Here we go again. You know, stand on the word of God. Can I get a witness? Give him some praise. Spring water. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let's go to the next slide, beloved. Philippians three, seventeen coming at you. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. It's another powerful, really, really cool verse right here. The Apostle Paul has already explained to us at our last session here in Philippians, I ain't perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. But this is really cool. He's confident enough in his relationship in the Lord that he says, guys, okay, you can follow me. You can follow my example. You can imitate the things that I do because my desire is to please God. My desire is to do the right thing. And he's, he's got that confidence that I know I'm going to strive to be what God's called me to be. So instead of getting hooked up and following some fly-by-night fancy boy or some Judaizer, or some guy that's going to mislead, uh, and teach you some false gospel, Hey, follow me, follow my example, because I know the direction I'm going in. Amen. Can I get a witness? Brothers join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us Sam, you know, follow my example, follow other mature Christian folks, man. And that—that that is, I mean, that's just wonderful, practical information for all of us. I tell folks, um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm sure I didn't come up with this, you know, I'm sure I heard it somewhere. Um, when I do like marriage counseling and stuff like that, especially when people are about to get married, um, I say, now check this out, man. Everybody in the world is going to have advice for you, you know. Anybody that's been married is going to tell you how to do it, you know. <laughs> They're going to tell you this is what you do. And, and I'm not saying anything bad against people that have been divorced, and I'm not saying bad about anybody that's been divorced several times uh, because we all have problems and, and things happen, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm not wanting to die on that mountain or camp on that mountain right there. We all go through certain situations that are unavoidable, whatever. God forgives. Here we go, moving forward. But I do. I throw this little nugget out there. Hey, hey, kids. Hey, you know, guys, girls. You're about to be tying the knot here, you know. So be careful who you honestly take advice from. You know, you know, there's a re, you know, some people have been married once for a long, long time. Well, you might want to analyze that a little bit. I'm not saying that we're messed up folks if we've been divorced. Okay. I'm kind of worked myself into a corner. Can we just take a break? Can Can we just call it a day? God is
1: good. God is good.
0: No. yeah. But, but anyways, you know what I'm saying? And I'll tell these guys, you, know, you might not want to take advice from a, a, a guy that's been married five, six times, man. You know what I mean? Something might not be right. Something might not be right there. So be careful who you take advice from. Okay? Of the, okay. Anyways, so we need to be careful who we take advice from. Good, everybody wipe your forehead, yeah, yeah, you guys are cool. I need to take a siesta, brothers, whatever the Spanish word is for like long nap away from everybody siesta, okay, moving forward, I'm sorry, I really wasn't nervous. Philippians, what am I saying? oh You guys have just got me so freaked out right now. Philippians 3, verse 17. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. Apostle Paul said, follow me, imitate me, or follow other mature Christians, man. People that don't just talk the talk, but have been proven to walk the walk. Amen. Look at 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. The Apostle Paul, again, talking to the Corinthian church. He says the same thing but he tells you why it's safe to follow him. Be imitators of me or follow me as I am of Christ. He says, I'm following Jesus, man. I'm following Jesus Christ. I'm going in that direction. So follow me, man, because that's the direction I'm going. Don't don't get pulled away by some of this shiny, happy, anything's cool anywhere, any road leads to salvation. None of that rubbish, man. That's going to get you to a bad place. Don't get involved in that. Okay, verse 18, for many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. This is cool, man. This is like a little little snapshot or a little picture, putting the microscope on the apostle Paul a little bit, because people have been vicious to him. He has had enemy after enemy come after him, try to kill him, do all these things to to uh, discourage or get him to stop spreading the message and look what he says about these enemies of christ look at this for many of whom i have often told you and now tell you even with tears you see his heart for these people that come against him you know and, and he's gotta honestly reflect a little bit remember he's not bound by his past but certainly he remembers those days When he was so zealous for the wrong reasons, when he was going around persecuting Christians and was pleased at their death and destruction, and so he knows the pain and the agony of chasing this wrong thing, you know, and you know it brings him to tears to think about these people that are deceived, and so Scripture even tells us, you know, love our enemies. Man, that, that is just that's so contrary to how I'm hardwired, man. Love my what are you what are you talking about? Love my enemies? I don't even love my friends, man. I'm playing. I love my friends. I got to get done with this. So I can go see them. I'm playing. You guys, I love you. I love you all. But I mean, these are things that only through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit can you love your enemy. You can't love your enemy. You can't seriously love your enemy and not be filled with the Holy Spirit. You can't do that, man. Somebody seeking to kill, steal, and destroy you because you love Jesus Christ? (laughs) Okay. Because of that Holy Spirit, you can love that person. I can do all things through Christ. But Scripture says, love your enemies and pray for those guys. Wow, man. Okay. Anyways. Where are we at? Does anyone know what's going on? For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. People try and lead you astray, man. Uh, hardcore people. Look at uh, Matthew 7 and verse 15. This is a red letter stuff. This is Jesus Christ himself. Matthew 7 and verse 15. Beware of false prophets. Be on guard against false prophets, false teachers. They're out there. To this day, they're out there, man. Beware of false prophets. That's why we've got to know the word. Can I get a witness? Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. So there's this, uh, this picture throughout Scripture, Old and New Testament, that God's people are like sheep. And God's people are like sheep gods. People need a shepherd. That would be Jesus Christ. So this is talking about people that come into our midst, man. People that get in the trenches with us. People that come to church with us. People that get elbow to elbow with us. That on the surface look like a believer in jesus christ but inside all right just under that layer they want they they don't love jesus christ at all they're ravenous man they want to destroy you the apostle paul jesus christ warns us against them and that even goes on to this very day people want to deceive us that's why we got to know scripture can i get a witness set your minds on things okay moving forward i'm jumping all around y'all done got me all worked up For many of whom I read that, I read Matthew 6. Okay, I'm going to do 18 and 19 again for you guys. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Let's look at the next verse, 19. This is what awaits those people. This is what awaits those people that have no love for Christ, but come into a church trying to destroy it. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly. And they glory in their shame with mindset on earthly things. So just like the Apostle Paul says, I ain't perfect. I'm not trying to fool anybody and think that I'm perfect. And that's all of us. We don't think that we're perfect. We're not trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. None of that. But see, this is what is happening to those that have not had a, re- that do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Not just the people that want to cause trouble or lead you astray, but if you don't have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, okay, this is what it looks like. Their end is destruction, and I want you guys to think about that, okay? If you have not turned from your sin, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your end is destruction. All roads do not lead to eternal life. That is the sad truth of the situation, but the wonderful news is God has made a way for us to be saved. God has made a God has sent his son. His son died for our sins. His son died for my sins, your sins, all of our sins. And all we got to do is repent of our sins and accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Believe Jesus is who he says he is. And please, please do that. Don't let the sun go down. Don't go to bed tonight until you've made that decision. At least I'm begging you. I'm pleading with you. Think about what's been said today. Think about it, because tomorrow's not promised to anybody, okay? And it's it's like I said, if you're not a Christian, um, none of us in here think we're perfect. We we just have accepted a perfect gift. That's it. Because Christian folk will do you wrong just like anybody else. We're just trying to follow the Word of God, and we don't do that perfectly. But that's what we're striving to do. We mess up just like anybody else, but our eternal destination is completely different than the unbeliever. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Their end is destruction. We know what that means. Their final destination is eternal damnation. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly. Talking about these deceivers, these manipulators, these people that come to cause trouble uh, to lead people astray. Their God is their belly. All they think about is themselves. It's really not about helping anybody else. It's about themselves. When, When I read this, and it's not the first time I read it, but last night when I was reading again, um, it kind of made me smile a little bit because I, I got this wonderful, massive, amazing dog. He he's a swell puppy. He's just a puppy, man, but he's a monster. He's a husky, and he's always getting into trouble, man. Um, my mom will come over and he'll jump on her and stuff, and and, and he's just a mess. But anyways. So when it says this, their God is their belly, man, that made me think of my dog, man. That's all that dog cares about, man, is food, man, all about making himself happy. Just give me, give me that Dorito. You can't eat all that, all them Doritos. You got a whole bag of Doritos. Give me some of them, you know, go ahead and go ahead and relax your arm a little bit while you're enjoying that, that uh, Nathan's hot dog. Go ahead and just relax. I'm going to, I'm going to grab it, you yeah the whole time man all that dog cares about is food you, you can you can open up the refrigerator and his head just, you know pops up and he'll twist his head sideways and... he makes that noise no not really but 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 man that's all he thinks about that's the unbeliever man that's these guys that come in to cause trouble it ain't about you they ain't trying to help you out man their god is their belly and they glory in their shame Now, I remember those days, man. I remember those days, and I wasn't a good lawyer in my shame before I was a Christian because I was raised in a Christian home, you know, so there was always that, you know. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, all right, you know, but I have witnessed that many a time, you know, I have partaken in that many of a time glorying in doing something that is not good and then you know you see you see the world or the unbeliever not that we're on our pedestal let me remind you we're not you know but but we see the world partaking in something and and how they flaunt it and how they look at us like man dude you, you don't want to get in on this It's like no man, no no thanks Anyways, okay and they glory in their shame with mindset on earthly things. So that's the big difference right there between the unsaved and the saved. And there needs to be a difference between the saved and the unsaved when it talks about this. And when, when the unsaved, they're, they they they're consumed with the things of this earth, this, this temporal realm, these things that, that aren't going to last, you know? And we have to come to that understanding. Of course, we need to work hard and go to school and, and save money and, 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 you know, chase your dreams and all that stuff and acquire nice things. I'm not saying any that we don't do that. And I'm I'm saying don't look down on somebody because they got nice things, man. You don't know how hard they had to work to get that stuff. You know what I mean? So don't worry about none of that. What I'm trying to say is, is the Christian needs to understand that these things are temporary. These things are not going to last. OK, now look at this. Because Colossians 3 and verse 2 says this, Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Apostle Paul's saying it a slightly different way. Same message. Set your minds on things, things that are above, not on things on earth. Because the things on earth are perishing. They're not going to last forever, man. Okay, everything you see today, it's going to get a makeover one day. It's it's not it's going to be completely different and better one day. Okay, but see, you can't take it with you. And God says, set your minds on things above. Set your mind on what has been done for you. You know what I mean? And what that looks like for your eternity, because Jesus Christ died on that cross and I've accepted that gift. I am going to live forever. I'm going to grow in relationship with God forever and ever and ever. That's a wonderful, precious thing. And if we can focus on our eternity, this is pretty hip, pretty cool, you know. And I didn't make this up. I mean, I didn't come up with this off the top of my head. I, I don't know where I heard it. But, you know, when we constantly think about our future and what awaits us, you know, and what's been done for us as far as salvation, that should help how we live our life down here. You know what I mean? To think about what's been done for us. Amen. Makes sense? All right. If, no, if it doesn't make sense, you can get the transcripts of today's message from Burrell Transcripts. Do you guys remember those things? Ah. Okay, Brother Larry. So back in the day, you'd watch like a Geraldo or a one of them all shows, Sally, Jesse, Raphael's, And they'd say, instead of watching this numeral times on your numerous times on your favorite streaming platform or, or whatever or, or you know write this number and we'll send you a pamphlet uh, we'll, we'll give you a transcript we'll give you a trans. never mind just i'm sorry yeah philippians 3 in verse 20 we're rounding things up or winding things up i'm sorry better put my top on this old boy well baby but our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And isn't that precious? Isn't that beautiful? Okay. Don't let someone deceive you, Philippians churches. Don't, don't let anyone deceive you. All right. We got to put God first. We got we to gotta put our all into following him. We got to go all in. You know what I mean? And But our citizenship is in heaven. This is not, our final resting place this ain't the end for us you hear what i'm saying we're just passing through The, the 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 believer in christ understands that very much that we're just passing through we're on a trip man this is not our final destination and the fires and flames and darkness of hell is not awaiting us amen but there's something much better in store for us as believers so that is something That should ignite us and give us a passion to go out and spread the gospel, but also to be encouraged, man. I mean, seriously, how bad of a day can we have when we understand, and I'm not saying we don't have bad days. I mean, I've been through some doozy wallops lately. You know what I mean? Um, But but what I'm saying is, man, if we keep this in in the forefront of our thoughts, man, I'm just passing through this place. God has a wonderful, wonderful plan for me. That's something to give us joy and excitement. But our citizenship is, is in heaven and from it we await a savior the lord jesus christ we have a savior in heaven who has not forgotten about us who has not abandoned us who's on his timetable who's being patient and 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 we just have a wonderful opportunity to not be discouraged when the rest of the world can be so discouraged about the state of our nation the state of the world the state of the economy uh, all the evilness that is being played out right in front of us. It's more out in the open than ever before. People talking down to us on the on the television and the news, you know, just lying to our faces. And we're just supposed to, you know, eat what they're trying to spoon feed us, man. You know, there's, let me pull it back in. Um, man, we're just passing through. We're just passing through. This is not our home. But, but we're going to see some amazing things in the days ahead. So we need to be excited. That's all I'm going to say about that. But our citizenship is in heaven and from it we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at first Corinthians two nine on your monitor. But as it is written, talking about what, what is waiting ahead for us. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined. Now think about that. Because we do from time to time, you know, sitting in the hospital room with a dear loved one as their time's getting closer for them to cross to the other side, or you know, you know, just whatever from time to time. In a funeral service or something, we'll, we'll think about what awaits us, and we know what the scripture says. But according to this, whatever you, whatever or however you've tried to picture these things in your mind, we really don't have a very good picture of it. It's just that awesome and amazing. And we only have a finite ability. We, we, we can't even begin to imagine how wonderful the amazing things that God has prepared for us. Amen. There it is again. That's a reason for us to be excited. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. So, you know what I mean? Don't let this world bring you down and don't get caught up in trying to chase this world or thinking the things of this world is going to satisfy you because it will not. Amen. Can I get a witness? Okay. Verse 21 talking about Jesus, okay? Who will transform our lowly bodies to be like his glorious body? Who in here does that sound good to right now, man? Who you know, at least my body's getting weaker by the day and I mean Jesus Christ I don't claim that nonsense, I don't claim that. You know, but, but uh you know, weird things happen, man. As I get older, weird things happen all the time, man. Let's see check this out. Who will transform our lowly body? I remember when I had one little hair on my back, man. Oh, check that out. whoa! whoa. Hey, Rachel. You yeah. know, I know, baby. But, anyways, who will transform our lowly body to be like? Who will transform our lowly body to be like His glorious body? Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Not only do we get a new address, not only do we have all these amazing things waiting for us, but that new body, man, that's not falling apart. Amen? By the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. I love how Paul wraps up that verse. You know, you know Philippian church is being persecuted. The apostle Paul is certainly being persecuted. He said, I ain't not know going to be like this way. We got a God in heaven who's got an amazing plan, and he's going to rule in what? Rule and reign. One day, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Until that day, we serve the Lord with everything that we are. We be obedient to his scripture. We spread the gospel. We make disciples, and we don't get bound up by this world. Psalm 8 and verse 6. This is a good one. You have given him, talking about Jesus, you have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. So that's that's another thing we get to be excited about, man. You know, every right will be wronged. Every wrong will be righted. Let me say it like that. Every knee will bow. Yeah, I, I, always, get those, I always get those confused, man. I'm glad you guys are sharp, man. Um, okay, one day, I'm just to say it like this in closing. One day, Jesus Christ is going to rule and reign. And, and, and he's going to show us how it's meant to be done. You know, um, he won't be usurped. He won't be voted out. Ain't no one going to fake no election. It ain't going to happen, man. He's going to rule and reign forever and ever and ever. And we, and we get to be joint heirs with him. We don't just get a tiny, tiny portion of that inheritance. He did all the hard work, and we get it all. Man. We get to. we are joint heirs with him. We have a reason to be excited, so give the Lord some praise. Thank you, Jesus. I do want to encourage you guys. Um, of course, we have Bible study Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sister Chelsea starting that new class, which will be every other Wednesday for teenage girls. Um, you want to check that out. Um, we got a lot of stuff going on, on Wednesday night.